Welcome back to Girl Meets Show, the relationships podcast for people in a relationship with TV. I'm Jordan. And I'm Taylor. We are going to be talking about <laughs> F-Boy Island on HBO Max. And I honestly couldn't be more thrilled. I think it is a very fun show and there's truly so much to discuss. Um, so we'll give our like brief overview of we recommend it and why we liked it and then we'll have to go into spoilers because there's a lot to digest there yes I could talk about this for hours I'm sure yeah like when we were talking about it we were like is there enough to talk about and then I was like yes and there truly is a lot to talk about I I mean up front like I know we haven't even done news or top three yet (laughs) <laughs> but I feel like it's like I don't think a lot of people have watched this yet. I think it's it seems from what I can tell on the internet, it's kind of like a slow burn of like mm-hmm. people are kind of slowly starting to watch it, and I just definitely I really recommend it. So it's like watch it, let us convince you to watch it, and then come back and listen to our spoilers. <laughs> yes, please. Yeah, because I also recommend it. Spoiler alert. Yeah, I Taylor recommended it to me. That's why I watched it in the first place and wow no regrets so we'll get into fboy island in a few first off tv news i have a lot more than i had (laughs) to give last week (laughs) um first and foremost hbo is such a tease they came out today and like said that a lot of their series are starting in October so we have like more of a date but it's still just October so like Succession and Insecure were the two big ones that I've seen so we officially have a month we just don't have an actual date yeah I thought that was so weird and it's October's not that far away to just say the month no like so yeah I mean I'm excited but also confused just give it to us. The hype is hyped enough. We don't need any more hype time. Yes. Something that I know that you saw also, Taylor, is that Casey Musgraves announced that with her new album, there's going to be a 50-minute film that is exclusive to Paramount+. Plus. Which I thought was okay, very interesting. Okay, I didn't see that it was exclusive to Paramount+. Plus. I saw the film and I was like I wonder if we can incorporate this into our news and then I (laughs) didn't look into it so I'm glad you found a way um which is funny because I saw that it said Paramount on the trailer well we're getting Paramount plus because the film looks incredible Mm -hmm. and there are so many people in it and it looks so good yeah it looks amazing um very excited but yeah I was like man it couldn't be the home of the Casey Musgraves Christmas special, Amazon Prime, <laughs> but whatever. I've been debating Paramount Plus for a while, so I don't know. Might as well just get it, I guess. It's worth it. Yeah. It'll, it'll be worth it, too. This will be a good excuse to try it out for a month. Yes, exactly. A good uh, f- use of their free trial, which I would assume they have. Yeah, hopefully. I'll in that if whether if it's a week long I'll like watch the Casey Musgraves movie and then watch Spongebob (laughs) all the Spongebob seasons (laughs) 
all the Daria and whatever old um, VH1 classic shows they have on there. <laughs> we'll probably have to pause the podcast for a while to get through all of that. I know. That would actually be kind of a good... We'll have to put a pin in that. That would be a good experiment. Like, we can do a thing on, like, report back if Paramount Plus is worth it. <laughs> Like, we spent one month with Paramount Plus, and here's what we learned. Yeah. I like it. Try the new iCarly. <laughs> what else? <laughs> I I know there's more, but I can never think of what else there is. But I mean, what else do you need? Yeah, literally. that's That'll keep me busy for quite a while. Okay. This is Grey's Anatomy news, but it felt like I needed to share because um, Peter Gallagher a.k.a. Zaddy Cohen from the OC, <laughs> is joining the cast. And I'm like, do I need to watch it again? Maybe. Probably not, but, like, I'm excited about it. They they need a hot, older doctor. I agree. He he just seems very doctory. Yeah, like, he's perfect. That's really good casting. Did you see that they dropped the full trailer for The Morning Show Season 2 today? I did. I didn't watch it, though. Did you? I did watch it, and um, there were a lot of new people on it, um, including Will Arnett is in it. Um, Okay. It was very interesting. He was, like, in a scene with Jennifer Aniston. I was like, wow, this is so weird. That um, makes me want to go back and listen to the Smartless podcast episode where they had Jennifer Aniston on. Yeah, because, because like I wonder if they had already filmed together or not. That's a really good question because in that context I see her as Jason Bateman's friend because I know they're close. Yes. And so Well, and I feel like they made a big deal about how Will and J- Jen hadn't ever acted together before. I could be misti- mi- mixing that up, but I'm pretty sure that was that episode. Interesting. So I wonder if they were making it a big deal because they knew they actually were going to slash already had. Yeah. Like it's a big inside joke that no one knew. (laughs) Yeah. It's just such an interesting phenomenon to have like Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon are like Hollywood queens. I forgot that the Duplass, Mark Duplass, I want to say. I can't remember Mm -hmm. which brother, which one he is. (laughs) There's light hair and dark hair and they have light hair. Light hair Duplass is in it, and I forgot how much I loved him in season one. I would say it was a good trailer. Um, another piece of news is that Never Have I Ever got renewed for season three. No surprises, but happy for that cast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely was inevitable, but very happy news. One more thing that I have is that they announced that season three of the circle is dropping on September 8th. Oh, wow. That's quick. Pretty excited. That is exciting and impressive. Um, okay. For the last piece of news, which is very, um, important for this episode and exciting that we get to talk about it now is that they're, F-Boy Island was renewed for season two and I'm very excited and happy about it. Um, We can talk about this when we get to spoilers, but I'm very intrigued as to how season two will go, but excited. And I do want to see more 
I I'm sad there's only one season right now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, I'm hoping that there's like a reunion episode. Personally, wow, yeah, we'll see though. Hmm. That might be too much to ask for. Um, but without further ado, F Boy Island. Um, Jordan had a the brilliant idea for our top three to say the top three lessons that we learned from watching this show. And I think it will lead to like some really fun discussion. So I guess uh, we should do like a premise of the show first. Good idea. Yes. So basically it's a reality dating show where there's three girls. It's like, if this were the bachelor, they are, we have three bachelorettes. And there's a big group of guys and they are each, all the three girls are kind of like trying out, like talking to all the different guys, but the catch and the gimmick of the show is that there's also kind of a mystery game component to it because half of the guys there have self-identified for the show as a nice guy and the other half have all identified as an F boy. And just for like... We're not censoring ourselves. They literally only, they say the phrase F boy the whole time. (laughs) And at first I thought it was weird because that's clearly not the actual phrase. But now to me, that sounds normal. They totally rewired Mm -hmm. my brain. So yeah. Um, And so the girls who each say that they have had a lot of bad experiences actually dating F boys in the past, they are trying to navigate who of these guys is actually a nice guy and who's an f-boy because all the guys are claiming at the beginning to be nice guys they also uh the contestants know that there is like a chance to win up to a hundred thousand dollars but they never really explain how they can win that money um they just know there's money on the line so a lot of them are kind of just playing this game even though they don't necessarily know what they're playing for um because it's not actually announced how the money is won until the very final episode in the finale. I was watching one of the one of the three girls' Instagram stories, and she was saying that even the girls didn't find out how the money was won and like how it was actually decided until they were like sitting on the stage for the finale as well. So like they had no idea how that was being decided either, which I think is a really fun and interesting. Um, twist because most people like on the bachelor for example they know at the the end it's like the win like the the winning prize is true love but here it's like no they know that there's money on in, on the line but they don't necessarily know how to to win it until they are in the top two so for our top three these are lessons we learned watching f boy island Jordan, what's your uh, number three lesson that you learned? Um, my number three lesson is that you should listen to outsiders' perspective about people. I feel like in this show, like, it's it was hard for the contestants because sometimes, and I think, like, a lot of times some of the other guys were just trying to derail maybe guys they were like threatened by or something but if a lot of people are saying the same thing like you should pay attention yes that is actually one of my um my bonus ones 
It's that people are exactly what they and everyone around them say they are. Because, like, some of the guys were even saying, like, I, like, even after it was was revealed that they were an F-boy, they were still trying to convince them that they weren't. But it was, like, it was revealed that they are, so you should trust that. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was one of my big lessons, too. Okay, my number three is that girls really love a challenge to change someone. For some reason, even these girls acted like they didn't, but it was very clear that they did. Mm -hmm. They just, like, even with the F-boys, they're like, I know he's an F-boy, but I really think he's changed. And it's just, like, that's... Even if you think that this is not the show to do that. No. <laughs> and I see it in my own and my my real life relationships too. And it's just, it never works out. No. Um, My number two lesson, it relates to that actually, where stable does not equal boring. And Ooh, that's a good one. Drama and excitement, this is in quotes. You can't see my ear quotes, but I'm doing them. Does not... <laughs> is not something to base a relationship on. Um, Especially towards the end when the girls were comparing like kind of their finalists to each other. Mm -hmm. They, there was just something about like, like it's not a negative to say that someone is stable and like, I don't know. Like that's actually what you want in real life. It doesn't, I, I just, I'm repeating myself, but it's like, if someone is like, like a trustworthy person and doesn't cause drama, that's not a a negative. That is not, I don't think that is fair to call that person boring. Like I definitely Mm -hmm. believe that there are a lot of people that have boring personalities out there, but (laughs) having a good job and being an honest person who is upfront and doesn't try and argue with people all the time and cause like be really dramatic is not, that does not that does not that's not a synonym of boring that's really beautifully said and i maybe this is like um tmi or something but i feel like that's even something i struggle with personally is like people think i'm boring because i'm not like a drama queen like that you know so i think that's a great point being being dramatic is to me is a major turnoff and like, it was interesting watching this show. I kept trying to put myself in the girl's shoes and, like, mm-hmm. trying to think of, like, past crushes I've had where I'm, like, would I would I struggle with this, too? Because from the outside, it just seems like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> I know you're drawn to this guy, but, like, look at this. Like, this, these are patterns you're seeing in, like, a – like – in a short enough time span to be on a reality show like what is he going to be like in real life you know Mm -hmm. but I guess I just don't really think I those are not the kinds of guys I'm drawn to in (laughs) real life so it was really hard for me to relate to that watching it on tv (laughs) yeah I think that I definitely in my younger years I did find myself thinking that way but since I've grown up a little bit I think and hope um I didn't relate to that at all either. Mm -hmm. And another thing that was funny watching, I won't say who, but uh, watching one of the girls' Instagram stories and like she was doing a QA and a and people were criticizing her for some of the people she decided to keep and 
because of that exact reason and like her big thing was like it's a tv show like they cut a lot of time out like you didn't get to see like all of these like real conversations we had where like we were like really (laughs) vulnerable blah 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 and I'm like even if that's true it doesn't matter no well something (laughs) that that kind of reminds me of something that I really liked about this show and I know that every reality show edits everything and cuts so things are happening at the right time but this show gave the impression of having much longer cuts at some times than maybe other mm-hmm. shows that I've seen like it see and like I'm sure it was cut to make me think that too but it there were just things where like they broke a lot of typical reality show rules it was interesting um my number two lesson my second lesson I learned watching FBoy Island was if you find a nice guy with style keep him and never look back <laughs> because they're very hard to come by I'm trying and I'm like going- even guys who think they have style usually probably don't <laughs> <laughs> something that was interesting on this show is that like yeah maybe I didn't like all of the guys fashion choices but they were each guy was like definitely making choices yes like specifically like OG Jared he was for sure making very specific choices on purpose Mm -hmm. and I hated every second of it like none of his style like went together none of it coordinated it was just so chaotic yes but I did respect that he was making fashion choices because I do feel like there's a lot of straight men out there that don't make a choice about what they're gonna wear like at all yeah but yeah his his style it's just so funny like (laughs) I I've told Taylor this. I'm excited because I've convinced my roommate to start it. And I do want to rewatch it knowing what I know about the guys. And I wonder if there's little clues I could pick up on because like I was, I was fooled not by, there were a lot of guys that I could guess pretty easily were F boys for a or nice guys, but there were a lot of guys where I was on the fence. And then I was kind of shook when they revealed their true labels. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I don't really know if there was like a uniform, there were uniform clues throughout, but I'm excited to kind of go back and see. You'll have to report back. Yeah, I will for sure. Okay. Um, what is your number one? Okay. My number one, um, it was actually something that one of the girls says later, uh, like in maybe in like sometime in the last two episodes, probably. I think she says the difference between a nice guy and an F boy is that is taking accountability for what you're saying. One of the most mm, painful parts yeah. of the show, it's like taking accountability for what you do and say. And um, one of the most painful parts for me of watching the show is when the F boys get caught in having to apologize for something horrible they said or a lie they told or something and instead of just owning it, every time they they manipulate and gaslight. And I think I haven't heard the phrase that was taken out of context this many times since like <laughs> whatever the last notes app apology a celebrity <laughs> made. It was crazy. And it's like that is not really a, a lot of the quotes that they were getting accused of was not something that it doesn't matter what the context. It's going to sound bad either way. Mm-hmm. And um and then there were also situations where the nice a nice guy would be like you said this 
too. And they were like, I did say that. Yes. And like had an, a perfectly valid explanation and apologized. Mm-hmm. And are like, that was then, and this is different. And, but here's why I said that. And I do feel bad. I'm really sorry. I said that. And like, none of the F boys said, sorry, one time for anything they said. And they would just try and basically gaslight the girls into, well, why are you being so hung up on this? Like you seem like you can't forgive or something like that, you know, like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, it was so painful to watch it with my own eyes all unfold like that (laughs) it was so i just i just feel like at times this show was so painful to see like these kinds of stereotypes live out because like we're afraid that they're real in guys Mm -hmm. and seeing that they are real and like (laughs) it was so it was crazy it was it was very crazy yeah, that leads perfectly into my number one lesson, which is never fully trust a straight man. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest, this show did not help me with that. Because, um, like, even the nice guys weren't amazing. And I especially usually don't trust a self-identified nice guy. Um, but... Maybe, maybe one day, but also, I don't know if I'll ever fully trust a single person anyway, but, um, I think it's like good for you to question things and be intrigued about, um, people and why they are the way they are, but especially straight men. I think that would maybe be one of the main flaws of the show is the fact that the guys, cause that's kind of like if someone's if a guy is that outright saying I'm a nice guy like they actually say that phrase that usually means they're an f-boy IRL exactly so yes. that I think is a flaw because a genuinely nice guy would never walk around saying I'm a nice guy but they force them to in, in this the that's just the structure of the show so they yeah. so it just sounds so suspicious for someone walking around how, talking about how nice they are and to mm-hmm. be fair I don't think most of the nice guys say it I do most of the F boys were the ones saying it the most often before their status was revealed. They would be like, I'm nice. I'm nice. And it's like, you sound so suspicious actually saying those words, you know? Mm hmm. But that's just the name. That's the name of the game in the show. Like the nice guys have to walk around saying I'm a nice guy because it's like capitalized. It's literally Mm -hmm. their label. But that is a flaw because that automatically makes them seem less nice when they have to say that. (laughs) (laughs) exactly uh okay so one thing that I think is important to discuss right off the bat is that um this show was created by Elon Gale and he was one of the original like the OG people on um who made The Bachelor and once I found that out it all made sense, and I think it's one of the main reasons why I like I like this show so much is because it's everything The Bachelor can't be and wishes it could. Like, just in the one season, like, they were able to, like, change things on the fly, like, add in different rules and, like, the fact that no one kind of even knew what was in, they were in store for, like... Where with The Bachelor, it's very cookie cutter. Everyone knows the exact premise of the show. Everyone knows that 
the second to last episode is like fantasy suites and the one before that is after the final rose like it's so cookie cutter and just like the same thing every single season and like on this show it was like all right on this elimination we're changing it up and actually this is going to happen and it was Mm -hmm. just like new stuff all the time and I thought it was very fun for the viewers and for the contestants because they really didn't totally it was hard for I think it was hard for contestants to even know exactly what they should be doing because they didn't totally know what the end game was totally and I think like the episode where we see that play out where they completely change I mean there's actually a few episodes where they change the elimination process Mm -hmm. but there's one episode that like I maybe they fooled me but I genuinely think that that was all real when Mm -hmm. um one of the girls basically gets trapped eliminating someone she didn't want to eliminate and i genuinely think that that was like i think that was a real scenario i think everyone was really shocked and like it was it was just really wild to watch that all unfold well and like those the girls thought they were playing the game by like putting people that they enjoyed and like actually liked in the bottom two they thought they were being smart and it actually hurt them in the end yes so I thought that was fun it was it totally backfired it was very entertaining and just (laughs) yeah it was it was very good what you were saying about like how uh formulaic the bachelor franchise has become now Mm -hmm. um one thing that you said to me that really sold me on f boy island is that it ha- it's much more like bachelor pad which to me i think part of why it's so hard for me to get into the bachelor anymore is because of how i mean they they, they will throw i know that they throw in like still some wrenches like bringing in surprise people and things like that like it's still it's not like it's you know, there's still things but it's there. Like those wrenches are, are now expected. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And so, but it's like, for me, the peak of the Bachelor franchise was Bachelor Pad, which was basically, like, the whole thing is like a game show, but it's like you were saying earlier, like, the prize is, like, love. <laughs> <laughs> like, the prize is publicity and love. But on Bachelor Pad, it was an actual outright game show with, cash prize and similarly to this there was the thing where it's like do you at the end do they you know you'll have to choose between love and money and in the batch in bachelor pad it was like you have a teammate you have to do like survivor style games like it is it's a very much a game show while also some people do fall in love like it was just kind of the perfect package and there Mm -hmm. was definitely pieces of that in f boy island which was like felt kind of like a throwback while also being refreshing i i just like i appreciate some actually good twists and yeah it was very fun yeah i agree um nikki glazer hosts f boy island and honestly like i don't know if i've seen her really in anything other than miss america <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, wow. So I haven't really followed her, but wow, I loved her. I thought she was amazing and very fun and just like the perfect balance that they needed on the show. Totally. It added so much self-awareness to the show, mm-hmm. which is 
maybe a weakness of some other not not only the bachelor like it's bachelor's not the only dating reality show that's guilty of and of all these flaws it's just the easiest one to talk about because it's like the biggest one um but like i think that any dating show typically that you'll watch like there's just not a lot of self-awareness um it it feels like it's take it's like they can't help but feel like it's taking itself way too seriously and Mm -hmm. i mean the name f boy island already is like very tongue-in-cheek and very funny apparently the contestants didn't know that was the name of the show seriously yeah that was another (laughs) thing i learned watching instagram stories oh my god like they didn't know that was the name of the show until like the very end which i mean they call them all f boys and nice guys so like they they knew like the premise yeah but like they didn't actually know that it was called f boy island which i think is hilarious that is so funny um i think because I didn't know until I saw the credits of the first episode that Elon Gale was involved. And he, his own social media posts would always be really funny while he was working with The Bachelor. And I think, like, he, even though he wasn't on screen, like, he added a lot to The Bachelor while he was on it, for sure. And so when I yes. saw that he was involved with this, I was like, oh, this totally, this is just adds a whole other kind of layer of trust from me on this. And then having Nikki Glazer as the host who was like kind of like constantly like having little quips while she's hosting things and her delivery made all the silly games and the titles of everything like just added a whole other layer of like sarcasm to stuff that really, really worked. Um, And like roasting the guys to their faces Mm -hmm. and like and also just having like a female host was great. Um, Mm -hmm. I really liked, like, she would go visit the girls in their, like, villa all the time, like, like, a couple times per episode and kind of, like, get the dirt and it felt like there was, like, pretty convincing camaraderie between the three girls and Nikki, too. Like, so I didn't really ever, I didn't feel once that there was, like, maybe in the very first episode, one tiny thing happens that there was competition between some of the girls but the, it's pretty shocking that it doesn't happen though yeah because they're all going after the same group of guys so it's pretty interesting that it like kind of filters it's filters through and like they all have their own kind of group of guys that they are interested in um yeah that would be interesting maybe a, a twist they could do in future seasons since there is going to be a season two maybe they could it would be interesting if like maybe what if some of the girls actually kind of were liking some of the same guys, but they just kind of like cut that out or like kind of guided them to pick other guys or something like that. That would be an mm-hmm. interesting conflict in future seasons. Cause they don't say like, there's a rule that you can't take different guys on, on like the different girls can't take the same guys on dates at different times and stuff. So that would be mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. I completely agree. Um, I'd like to roll with that idea into a spoiler. Can we move into spoiler section? Yeah, I think now's the time. Um, all right. Spoilers. Um, something that I thought was really interesting was that in the end, it, they acted like they all happened to have one F-boy and one nice guy in their top two. And I think for sure the show made them do that, which Agreed. is fine. But like... It kind of bothered me that it, like it, they acted like it just like happened. My thing, and since we're doing spoilers now, I can mention names. So 
I think the clearest way that they forced them to do that was with Nakia because she just randomly picks Fernando at the end, like as her nice guy. <laughs> Which, I was like, like, there's no way. We like, never saw them together. I think that her, her actual choices would have obviously been OG Jared and Colin, but then she would have had two F boys. And to me, I feel like, I guess maybe for season one, they're kind of like, no, the whole point of the show is you're trying to, pick a nice guy over an F boy, but like, can you really do mm-hmm. it? And can you see who's nice and whatever? But it was just, it was ridiculous. I, Cause like going into the finale, I was like, I'm not, this sucks. Cause now I have to watch. She's obviously not going to choose Fernando at the end. Like she barely <laughs> knows him. Like she probably genuinely like likes him ish, but like OG Jared, she's been obsessed with for episodes. So it's like, I'm going to have to mm-hmm. watch her choose him. I hate him. And Fernando does not stand a chance. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Another thing um, that I felt like was a little ridiculous in the end was that like Casey was able to just like say like, if she would have chosen me, I definitely (laughs) would have split the money. Yeah. Like they needed to make him like write that down or make those, they needed to like have them make the decision beforehand because it was really easy for him to say that. But I, have a hard time believing he would have actually done that. My th- okay, I had the exact same thought. There was something in the way that maybe Nikki, when she was saying like, "What did you?" I think I think that they may have made them pick or something beforehand because yeah, of course. Then he looks oh. like a nice guy, but they should have been more clear or like shown footage of them, like in Survivor when they show their names, they wrote down yes. and stuff. They should have had. That's some- exactly what I was imagining. Yes, they should have had some footage of the guys checking a box or writing whatever that they what they're Mm -hmm. going to do like they tell the guys like moments before or something because yes there was some I think Nikki the way Nikki worded it made me think that they had had to commit to a decision oh I guess that that happened did that happen after Sarah chose Garrett because I was going to say, and then he she, he was able to see how terrible everyone was to Garrett when he said he would have chosen them. Like, he took the money. CJ gave her her choice first, and then Sarah yes. was second. I just couldn't remember if they talked to, like, the loser, the losers after <laughs> or I think they in sent, the order. I think they sent him away because I, I okay. think that they were, like, she's, they, Nikki said, F-boy, F-bye. And he, because then they showed him like talking to the cameras by the pool or whatever. And it said like reformed Mm -hmm. F boy. So I don't think he was like standing back there because they like were like, like new Jared, go stand by CJ. (laughs) Yes. So, (laughs) oh my gosh. Were there any other things that you disliked about the show? Hmm. Good question. Let me look through. I actually. I have so many notes because I was trying, I really wanted to keep track of who I guessed correctly, but then it just was, there were so many guys and I couldn't really keep it all straight, but yeah, let me see if I wrote down anything that I was like, I don't like this. Um, oh, something in my notes. Okay. Episode three. Do you remember when they was like, oh, this guy had to leave. He had a medical emergency and he won't be coming (laughs) back. I was like, so he got COVID like, (laughs) But then they would all have had to quarantine probably, but it, I just have in my notes LMAO that this guy got COVID, I assume. Yeah, I don't know. Weird. They never specified, but I... And I don't even remember think... who it was. 
well that was the that was what was so funny about it and that was actually one of my favorite parts of the show was like all the little bits like when they announced that they everyone clearly was like who is that and that's when they showed like all the photo like group photos of oh, him yeah. and like <laughs> highlighted him in like black and white to like show that he wasn't legitimate person oh and my he was gosh. there that is i totally forgot about that that is so freaking funny um here i might need you to help me help jog my memory is there anything that you didn't like about it i think i've covered most of it yeah uh, i did find the girls a little bit annoying especially towards the end when it was just like come on you're on this show because you're 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 saying that you have like good f boy radar and like here you are proving your own self wrong and like yeah. i just kind of got a little bit annoyed with them um, i get that i was actually surprised um how much i liked the girls i loved nakia but she really i was she had horrible decisions horrible but yes. sarah it was very it was definitely painful my note says, okay, here's the thing. I don't care if they end up with the nice guys. I just don't want them to end up with the F boys because all the F boys at the end, I was like, I hate you. I hate you so much. <laughs> they, I was so infuriated looking at them on my screen. I was like, who could ever love you? You especially Garrett, Garrett, sorry, Garrett, Garrett. Oh my gosh. And like, I was, he was so infuriating too. Cause I was like, this guy's not even hot to me. I, Mm-mm. I was like, he's literally one of the guys I'm the least attracted to. Even if he was a nice guy, I would be like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but you are not cute to me. Mm-mm. Ugh. I bet this will be triggering to people, to some people watching this because it, For sure. it was really brutal seeing these girls, especially in the moments when they like, when, I mean, it happened a billion times to all of them because it happened with Casey Garrett and several of the F boys that Nakia was interested in where like Mm -hmm. they, they would show their talking heads and be like, wow, I never want to talk to them again. I can't believe they would do this. And then they would never eliminate them. And then they were all in the top three. Mm -hmm. Like that is, it was painful. Maybe it'll be good for people to watch and like see this from the outside (laughs) sometimes like obviously no one's actually living this in real life but like it i think that was the thing it's like that's part of what sets this show apart in my opinion is that some of these these conversations and these social patterns and stuff in relationships is real like this happens all the time yeah i yeah it was shocking um there were some moments in this that I was obsessed with and that was number one about halfway through they let the girls stalk all the guys on Instagram Mm -hmm. and it was freaking hilarious that when they were looking up the F boy because at this point they knew who was an F boy and who was a nice guy and the the (laughs) looking at the F boys Instagrams they clearly weren't well part of it the part of the plot is that like they aren't allowed to edit it before the show because there's a mm-hmm. lot of things they would have deleted. And so them like they're looking at their captions, they're looking at like the photos and they're like they it was so funny and they were judging them in like the same way I would judge them if I saw these guys on Instagram myself. And mm-hmm. that was just something that is something I wish every dating reality show had. Like being it showing them stalking 
the other contestants on social media. It's one of the biggest parts of dating. Yes. Because that's the thing with these so shows. I loved that. It was so, oh, so funny. Because, like, these shows happen in this little bubble. And so, mm-hmm. like, you could ha- think you have these feelings for someone. But then, like, what about when you see what they're actually like in real life? Mm-hmm. And so that seeing yeah. that window into that was so entertaining. And I loved it. The one thing I didn't like about it was that I did feel like even the nice guys' Instagram profiles, like, um I'm trying to think there was someone I can't remember who but I was like his profile looks just as douchey as the other ones it's like you just can't take a buff straight man and expect him to not post pictures of his body on his Instagram (laughs) exactly that's exactly and like yeah I already told Jordan this but one of my other qualms was that when they were looking at OG Jared's Instagram I think it was Sarah (laughs) and she was like oh wow like you can tell he really works out and I was like oh I'm sorry that's like actually the biggest thing you could have um known before looking at his Instagram and just seeing him in real life like yeah it's very clear that he works out and he wants you to know that he works out. oh my gosh he his arms are as big as the rocks arms literally literally there's like veins popping out like you think he comes by that naturally (laughs) maybe she just never did maybe she literally never looked at him she was only staring at garrett or something (laughs) that was so funny the other thing i loved was it was it was very similar to the men tell all in batch or women men and women tell all in bachelor um but on steroids done so much better um they called it the mansplain um even though did you notice that a lot of them did call it the tell-all a couple times i was like wow that phrase is really ingrained in (laughs) society you know but it's a great name it's a great name well same thing with people saying they're not here for the right reasons i was like wow the bachelors has like the bachelor's franchise has such a chokehold on dating uh reality tv that it is wild it's so true um it's almost so funny that i'm like the bachelor should literally trademark those phrases because they could make a lot of money like they need more money but (laughs) but so they what they do is that hopefully i guess hopefully if you're in the spoiler section you've already watched but as a reminder they keep all the guys the eliminated guys stay the nice guys have like the this little mansion or whatever and they send all the f boys to limbro and they, i was like did Which they literally make them sleep thing. on the sand i was like that can't be real they have a There's coconut no to i eat. don't believe it like they would all be starving <laughs> like dying <laughs> but anyway yeah. in the show they're in limbro and it's like this really deserted camp and then they bring them all back for like either the eighth or ninth episode um, when it's only um, each girl has one f boy and one nice guy left and they bring all the guys back and Nikki's like, okay, tell everyone your true opinions of these guys and air any dirty laundry you may have. I really, I loved it. And I feel like it was at the perfect point in the season because I, I was still in it because it's, it's nice and short. It's only 10 episodes long. It's great. But I was feeling a little burned out because it's like, it's grating watching the girls keep going back to the F boys they like and stuff. But at that point, so mm-hmm. it really just reeled me. 100% back into the show, the mansplain. It was amazing. Yeah, I think it was the perfect precursor to their, like, 24-hour dates. Yes. Um, The last thing I wanted to come back to from uh, when we initially started talking about this 
is how uh how to win the money a I loved not knowing exactly how it was going down and I thought it was like pretty brilliant that like neither did the contestants and it was Sarah's Instagram where she I was watching her and she was like no we literally learned about it while we were on stage like sitting there on those chairs um how the money was going to work but haunting because of that yeah (laughs) I am very intrigued how they will do season two because I think now that people know how season one played out they'll know more how to play the game and I hope that they kind of change it up a little bit I don't know how I would have them change it up but like if they know that like they say they're going to take the money and then the money actually doesn't go to them and it actually goes to the girl's charity. Like that's not going to work. I'm very intrigued to see how they change that up. I feel like at this point in Elon, we trust because true. He'll, I think that he has such a good handle on reality shows. Clearly that like he, they'll, they'll know they have to switch it up a bit. And it's funny because like, um some i one thing that it's like one of the reasons why i love watching the circle and why i loved watching this and um is because i love that aspect of like in the circle they're trying to figure out who's a catfish and who's not a catfish and it's not so it doesn't affect the winner it affects who gets far but it doesn't really change the winning thing like it does in this um Mm -hmm. But, like, the Circle Season 2 did add some different twists. Like, they had someone be, like, the Joker. Like, they they added a lot of new oh, twists. And they brought some people that were eliminated back in to be a catfish that the like as a new contestant and things like that. So I'm hoping that that, in a similar way, hopefully Season 2 will have, like we're kind of saying, like, a bunch of new twists that will keep it fresh even for the contestants because yeah you're right not knowing that changes the whole thing and mm-hmm. yeah like the f boys all will choose at the end like you would you rather have fifty thousand dollars or zero dollars like or that's zero. gonna be their choice yeah. so they've got to change that up but yeah it'll be so interesting and yeah and I'm, I'm so there for season two me too the last thing i feel like we have to mention is like we no one really knows if any of them are still together and like i don't think they are but it's very confusing <laughs> i yeah okay well i guess because it's like sarah is alone <laughs> yeah sarah's I alone <laughs> i was just trying to run through all three and like sarah has no one cj i just <laughs> i i still can't believe she, i just feel like jared Jared knew Jared was hot, but the more he talked, the more I was like, oh, like he was kind of like a kind of like a weird, like flirty robot kind of like Mm -hmm. he was very strange to me. And so I was just like it was just he has a kind of a weird personality. So I would be really surprised if they're still together. They're the only couple that I think would maybe still be together. And I only say that just because a they seemed like they had the most in-depth relationship out of all of them. I mean, except like her and Casey, but, um, and on Instagram, she's the only one who's really posted about him at all. Like the person she chose. So 
That's the only one that I could see maybe they're like still hanging out. I mean, I really I really did not expect her to pick him. I really thought she was going to pick Casey. So I uh I was like happy that not all the F boys won. Mhm. Um but I just I feel like looking at the final choices, I was it was very weird. Like I just cannot I believe Fernando was the top made it to the finals for Yeah. <laughs> Because then it's like, I know, we know she's not going to choose him. We know she's going to go with OG Jared. I still am so shook that she got rid of Colin. Like, he yeah. he should have been the F-boy in the finals. And I actually, I grew to really like him, even though he did identify him as, a, as an F-boy. Like, it was just I so agree. crazy. He w- at least seemed, like, emotionally mature. Yeah. And, it like, the fact, like, when he, they have a conversation where he's talking about his mom and, like, how he was raised and stuff. And then literally the next day in the show, as far as we know, like she eliminates him. I was just like, whoa, I was totally team Nakia. And now I feel differently kind of like Mm -hmm. interesting, but those thoughts are kind of starting to spiral, but that's, (laughs) those are how I, that's how I feel. (laughs) Okay. Jordan for your crush of the week. Who, if you were on the show, who would you have chosen in the end? 100% would have chosen Josh, who Sarah dumped for Garrett in the end, which I thought was, I don't know. I I thought maybe Josh had a chance, but really I shouldn't have even thought that. She was obviously going to choose Garrett. Mm -hmm. But I loved Josh. I thought he was so hot. He's the exact person I was thinking of when... They when she kept kind of like hinting that Garrett was exciting while Josh was like an adult, aka boring. Like I'm like, you actually are having a lot of fun with Josh. Like he's he's like fun and like you guys have jokes and things. I was like, he's not a boring person. He just is like mature. Mm-hmm. And like Yeah. I thought he was like a total like catch, total dream guy. And I would one hundred percent pick him. Yeah, I agree. Um, I would 100% pick him as well. Um, but for this scenario, so that we're not choosing the same guy, <laughs> um, and this goes against everything I've said in this whole entire episode, but <laughs> oh the guy gosh. I had the biggest crush on <laughs> was definitely Greg. Uh, yes. And I was glad that uh, I know Jordan agrees with me on that one. Um I just thought he was really hot. And I think he's a little shorter, but um I was into I was into his earring and I was into his beard and I thought he was also fun. Yeah, I feel like he had he had a really good sense of humor. He was also by far the most shocking F-boy reveal. Yeah, because I agree. He seemed like he had a much better personality than that. But so that was really shocking, but um, His video was the worst thing I've ever seen and made me really sad. So it really was. I, <sighs> he was it's hard he, to actually say that, but he was just a crush. I wouldn't actually choose him. Yeah. He, um, yeah, he was the, he was the reveal that made me question my own judgment of character. <laughs> I was so yes. surprised. <sighs> but yeah. Still a great choice. He should have made it farther for sure. If there had to be, F- yeah, I'm surprised. In the final, honestly, yeah, it was really sad. 
Yeah, I think those were the two most crushworthy guys by far. Yeah, I agree. I feel like on this show, there were way more objectively hot guys than there have ever been on like a season of The Bachelorette, in my opinion. Um, However, they were just like objectively hot and not guys that I would actually date in real life. That was how Uh I felt about most of them. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, their style ruined their hotness in a lot of ways too like we were kind of talking about Mm -hmm. where it's like i guess that i think that guy's technically hot but like i find him repulsive (laughs) (laughs) and not like it wasn't even just because of their personalities it was like i'm not i'm not attracted or drawn to that guy at all yeah agree all right well that's f boy island clearly we had a lot to say even more than Um, (laughs) white lotus (laughs) (laughs) truly (laughs) and there's even more to say that we would love to discuss off air so hit us up if you've watched it if you haven't watched it please do we're begging you it's great you'll i i don't know what to say i don't know how else to convince you you'll love it (laughs) it's good very entertaining i agree so good all right thank you for listening f boy f bye (laughs) Ha <laughs> ha.